Clever Hybrids Tribe and welcome back to the Resilience Series. Today we are here with Ana Maria Quintanilla Dune and we are having what looks like a normal conversation. She's in her office today. <laughs> yep. So I know the conversation will be normal, but she looks like regular business casual today in case you're listening and not watching. Right. <laughs> We were just talking about before we started, Anna, it's 100 degrees Fahrenheit, 40 degrees Celsius over in Monterey. And it seems like the buzzword in the last couple of weeks all over the world has been drought. I was watching the news today here in Europe. A lot of the rivers that they use to transport things, the water level has gotten so low, they might not be able to do it anymore by the end of the summer. So how are things going over there? Well, <laughs> kind of like the same. The dams are almost empty. We are excavating new holes to find water. All this could have been prevented if we had a little bit more consciousness, more empathy for other people. There's always a way to learn and do the best thing. I find the most difficult part is educating and giving feedback to your own family and friends who waste water or they don't recycle everything or they don't treat our earth, our animals in the best possible way. Not because they don't want to, but it's just like lots of ignorance. <laughs> and it's so difficult to try to teach your own people. So I guess if you teach my people, I, I teach your people, you know, we help each other. It's like in adolescence, sometimes kids don't listen to their parents, but they would listen to someone else. So maybe the best thing we can do today is be someone else to our neighbors and help them in a very nice way to think about how to do things in the right way. That's what I think anyways. Yeah, that's a good point. Hopefully now that things are happening, it, it's sad it has to be reactive, but maybe that will push some people to make that change. That's right. Yes, it's getting ridiculous. How has that affected people's standard of living? There are some places where you, you turn on the tap and nothing comes out or different things in the economy. What's going on over there? Yeah, that's basically what happens. Tap water is not there anymore. So <laughs> so there's like, like buses, like trucks that come with tons of water and you can take it home. And some people have reservoirs of water in their houses so they can have more water, but they know they need to spend it smart, in a smart way. I don't have a reservoir of water, a big one in my house. So I just have like the buckets, like the ones I use for cleaning. And I just use that water for the dishes and and then you get a little cup and you 
take a shower like that. It's, you learn to live like that. I hope <laughs> that it's going to rain soon and the dams and the rivers are going to get water again. And now that we're all much more conscious, we're going to be more careful. That's what I think. Yeah, I hope so. Once you take a, yeah. a shower with a, a cup of water instead yeah. of a stream of water, you learn some lessons about yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. And you learn to make adjustments. And that's what life is all about, making adjustments. And the ones who understand what's happening and they just move forward, that's going to be really good for them. And the ones that are complaining and blaming others and pointing fingers, well, they're going to stay there for a while until they figure, let's move on. No use wallowing in it. Life must go on. And you guys have been pushing through this year. It's been exciting to watch what you're doing. You went to Toronto to cross over with Dan and with Coach into the English market to the Collision Conf, which they call themselves the Olympics of Tech, which I was like, that sounds interesting. So what did you do there? <laughs> One. 1,250 other startups, yes, presenting there from 140 countries. So there was more than 33,000 people. So I got plenty of attention for the WIS coach there. I even found other WIS coaches around the world. I guess people like the name. You can find it like in Google. It's W-I-C dot coach. Well, I find all different variations now. When you're being successful, people copy. And that's good. If they're going to copy something, I hope it's something good. So let it be. Let it be. Anyways, we were in Toronto. We were so happy showing off Wiscoat and all the different capabilities that it has. Not only to have like digital coaching sessions anytime, anywhere, but also the possibility to evaluate competencies for B2B, to bring to employees courses or videos that they already purchased. But there's so many that employees don't know which one to choose from. So Wiscoach, after chatting with you, would say, you know, I'm going to give you this resource. Just one. So it's a way to, for helping HR manage all the knowledge and giving it to each person. We got to meet so many people with the different backgrounds. You could hear all the accents. That was fun. And we had a very big party there. We danced. So, yeah, it was good. That's pretty cool. You and like going to seminars and, and conferences? Yeah. Sometimes they're a little bit boring, but this one sounds like it was fun. <laughs> it depends on who's hosting. Usually when there's a copy... They're missing that little bit of sasson that makes it special. So don't worry about it. 
Yeah, but like they copy the name, not the way Wiz talks to you. They're thinking about a person like me via Zoom or via Meet or whatever, like in a video conference talking to you. They put like the coaches and the coaches and they match them. Well, we don't do that. We have a 24-7 with that can chat with you. Your mental health, your emotional health, how to develop your human skills, the soft skills that makes the difference out there in the world. Because sometimes we just need to let things out. When we write something, just then is when I, like, I catch myself, I'm like, oh my God, what, how come I'm thinking about this? But I need to get it out to be able to see it. That's what WIS can do for anyone. It's very important. I think now with social media, we've gotten so used to just sharing the highlights that sometimes we forget to sit down with just ourselves and, and think about, okay, I've been feeling kind of grumpy today. Why? <laughs> I know. Or like even, I have a big headache. And I've been having these headaches. Okay, let me talk to Wiz. I have a headache, you know? And Wiz is going to say, how long have you been feeling this? It will show the emotional aspect of having a headache or the different sources of a headache. It could have been that I just had an accident. Your body is trying to tell you something. It's like someone that says, oh, my back hurts. Did you know that it's different? It's different if it's the upper back, the middle, or the lower. For example, the lower part of your back hurts, maybe because you're stressed about economics, how well you're doing. And if your upper part of your back, it's feeling funny or you feel like it's too much pressure, it is pressure either from your family or your job. And you need to take things out. Then you can make better decisions. And surprisingly, your backache will just go away. Yeah. When you explain it like that, I think the missing key that, especially since Google has come out, is we've forgotten how to diagnose things. We're like, oh, that hurts. Eh, whatever. And you just ignore it <laughs> until it gets to be a big problem. Yes. Or your tummy hurts a lot, and Wiz will ask you, what is it that you cannot do because you have this stomachache? And then you figure, could it be that you don't want to go there or you don't want to do that, and it's easier to say, I have a stomachache, I can't do it? So you blame your body for things you really don't want to do? And it's better to come up front and say, I don't want to do it, and be true to yourself. Yeah, that's something that uh, I know in African cultures and Latino culture is kind of hard to say no. 
Germans, they're like, no, I don't want to. I'm sorry. Bye. But Latinos and African cultures, it's kind of like if you don't want to go, you're like, yeah, I'll think about it. And then you kind of get pushed into going most of the time. <laughs> What's a way to get used to saying no without you feeling like, ah? <laughs> yes. Yes. We just need to say no in a nice way, but say no. And just say, you know what? I've been thinking about it. And I decided to give myself a day off my social life. I need time for myself. So I am deciding to stay home today. It's not because I don't love you, not because I don't want to go. It's because today I just want to stay home. I just decided that. Thank you for respecting my needs. Oh, and that's a big thing because everybody likes to be thanked. And the thing about your special needs and your mental health right now is like a good thing to do. Okay. That might even work with the viejitas. They're like, okay, viejita, see you next time. <laughs> Yes, of course. Everybody can understand you need time for yourself. But the one person that needs to understand that, it's you. That can be the hardest part sometimes. I speak yeah. from experience. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what WIS can help you with, like understanding yourself better. And that way you're happier and more productive. Yeah. And with Wiz Coach, is it a app on the, the Google Play Store now or how does it work now? No, no, no. It's, it's a web-enabled app. So you can go in through any device and just type WIC.coach and you're in. And it remembers you. We are still doing a lot of improvements in many areas, but I think it's going to remain like that. We're always going to be able to improve. So we need this quick response from the platform. And the best way to have it is through the web app. Because otherwise, you put in the changes and then you have to wait sometimes a month or two to make the changes. And we don't want to wait. Many people use it in their mobile, but we found that half of the people prefer to use it on the screen, on their computer. Yeah, because they can see m more of the chat or they can see all their goals. You can have like your personal goals and your professional goals and family goals, spiritual goals. We ask you, take out some post-its or, or a blank sheet of paper and, and get your pen and do this. And you're doing exercises. I had not thought about that point. Your brain needs exercise too. I like it. That is so helpful because I still don't know why this is, but mental health is a very inaccessible topic. Usually when people are talking about it, there's, number one, there's a stigma, but 
sometimes it's just too complicated. It's like you have to deal with your inner persona and, and your psyche. And you're like, I, I just want to know why I feel angry all the time. Tell me that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I did my PhD on, on psychology. And thank God I got really good teachers. And then they explained in a very easy way how to understand our mental health. You have to normalize it. Like if you're anxious all the time, well, lots of people are anxious. Or you're worried about something, okay. You normalize it and then you talk about it. For example, stress. You can be stressed because you're afraid or something. And it's a very different stress from being burned out, too much work, or being sad because you lost someone. Everybody needs mental health. Like everybody needs mental health. Like you need physical health or emotional health. It's just that we have not talked enough about our mental health. But once you start understanding yourself, then you tend to understand others and respect others better. So if, if somebody is scared, I'm not going to say, hey, come on, it's normal, let's get going. No, that person is scared of something. Let's find out why. And give enough information because being scared is just thinking that in the future, something is going to be wrong. You're not scared about the past. You can be sad about the past. But you're not scared about the past. You're scared about the future. So if you have enough information about the future, my anxiety is going to come down. So that's what WIS is trained to do. Help you find evidence or trends or information inside you that can help you decide what to do in the present so you have a better future. Did I say that like... Is it comprehensible? Like, can, can, you, <laughs> can you understand this? Yes, it makes sense. It, I feel like it, it will help me a lot more than it might have in the past now also. Because of COVID, sometimes it's hard to get an appointment. That's the first point. And then also because I live in Germany and it's hard to find a psychologist or a psychoanalyst that speaks English well enough to have a deep emotional conversation. So... This will definitely help me more than it already has. I'm definitely looking forward to using it more and trying those exercises. Yes, it's the exercises are really good. I would advise you to take your time, like put time for your digital coaching session. Take 10, 15 minutes and then leave 10 or 15 minutes just to... Think about what you just worked on. It will never be instead of going to the doctor or going 
with a psychologist. This is like a development tool, but you are going to know when you need more than that. Okay. So to give like an example to the listeners, it'd be kind of, for example, taking your vitamins or doing exercise, but you still need to go get your physical type. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. It's so, not instead of. So thank you for correcting me. I will keep on searching. It's not impossible. I will find something. <laughs> yeah. If you need it. Yes. There's a lot you can do for yourself, for your mental health, for your emotional health. A lot you can do for that. And maybe that's all you need. But if, if it's not enough, then you look for a professional. Mm -hmm. And you said right? mental and emotional health is two separate things. What's the difference? Well, how should I say it? It could be the same. Some people like to say emotional health. When it's the day-to-day -day things that happen in life. If someone is depressed, like severe depression, they need mental health treatment. They might need to go to a psychiatrist. There Maybe there's something that their body is not producing, a chemical, and they just need this meds, and that's going to be fine. Emotional health, it's more something you learn. Your emotions, you learn them from your family when you're small. People that feel, oh, I'm the victim, and like, poor me, everything bad happens to me. They need emotional health, right? They need to, to get out of there. So it's not mental health per se. It's more emotional health. You help yourself feel happy. Yeah, that's a good distinction. I like that definition. Okay. That's definitely going to be one of the, the clips for this episode. <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> goody. I was never asked to describe the difference. I am trying to understand myself and un understand how people can live a better life, can enjoy today. Wherever you are, whatever your, your situation is, can you enjoy it a little bit better? Even if you're sick or someone near you is having a very big problem. Can you be happy that you're learning to cope with this situation? Because you might be able to help others or help yourself because you're living what you're living today. Life is a great teacher. That is very true. With your podcast, you just had an episode come out about cancer and other degenerative diseases. You're already 134 episodes in. The objective of this, of the El Podcast de Wisdom, is to help people develop skills or 
listen to a different point of view so that you can question yourself and be more successful with whatever you want to do today. That is a very, I'm trying to think of the right word, a very noble goal. I like that. <laughs> you know what? Every week I give several coatings and uh, trainings, and I design new conversations for WizCoach. So I get these new ideas every week. So I choose one of them and just share it in the podcast within 10 minutes or less. Sometimes I meet very interesting people. I met this person who was an alcoholic and explained like the 12 steps and what helped him. So I said, wow, this is incredible. I just read about this in the books. So I interview him. It's coming out of the heart of this really nice friend of mine. Each episode means a lot to me. I feel the same. Each one I learn something different or I'm like, I, I hadn't thought about it that way before. It's always a, a learning experience. And then to be able to record it and share it with you guys makes it even better. <laughs> but with your podcast, how fast is the process? Do you record it? And then how long does it take for it to go live? <laughs> well, my friend Nayeli is the one who helps me edit. And I basically record it on my phone. I write it first. And I reread it many times. And then I'm kind of reading it and putting in some feelings. So I record it. And then I have to listen to it. And I, and look, look at this. Can you see? From this minute to this minute, take it out. Erase this part. And then put in this other part. And... I put all the things I need for the edition, and then a day after, it's ready. It's already published. Wow, Nayeli is fast. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> She's so smart. Yeah, I couldn't do it myself. Yeah, it helps to have a team, which oh, your yes. team is mostly, well, not mostly, but a lot of them are related to you. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> there's uh, 25 of us in, in Wisdom Consulting, all feel like family, but some are really like blood family. Carmen Dune, she's my mom. She started Wisdom in 1990. Then I joined in 92. Then my husband joined in 96. And recently, my daughter... Carmen and my son, Fernando, and even my sister, Beatriz, they're all helping in different projects. My eldest son, Ramiro, he makes some videos for us too. So the whole family is there helping. My daughter said, Mom, this is not like home office. This is office home. <laughs> because we're all here. We're working. Like seven hours a day, right? Oh, 
Well, you yep. have to tell Ramiro and Carmen that the website is beautiful and the videos are very professional. So please tell them I said Thank that. You. <laughs> Thank you. I will. I will. Yeah. And Thank you. You really wanted to share with us the three rules to be happy working in a family business because it's fun working with your family. But like you said, you have office home. How do you keep us separate and not drive each other nuts? <laughs> oh, we're very open about it. Like just yesterday, we had lunch together, my husband, my daughter, and myself. And my daughter said, oh, can I, can we had lunch and be talking about the new web page? And I go, really? No, I, I really just need to eat without thinking about work. And she said, oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. And then my husband comes and says, oh, Anna, can we use this time because I need to go over? I'm like, uh, no. At this moment, I just need to relax and eat my food. Mental health, you know, heard about it. Yes. And, and they both say, okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll check that at three o'clock. Sometimes I say, I'm going to say this as a mother, or I'm going to tell you this as a wife. Or listen to this and think of me as your co-worker, please. So it's easy to get along. We've done that for 32 years, so. Hey, I'm a system. So what yes. would you say those three rules are that you wanted to share? Three rules to be happy while working with your family. Mm-hmm. I would say, number one, just write it down. <laughs> number okay. one. I got my pen. I'm ready. Yeah, you got it. Okay. <laughs> Talk about what you really enjoy doing at work. What you enjoy and what you think you're really good at. And ask your family to give you that part. For example, my mom said, I don't like to do the numbers, the accounting part. I don't like to set goals for other people or supervise other people. So she doesn't do that. So we only give the task to the person that is strong in that. Number two, to work happy. Be transparent in your feelings. If you feel a pinch alert, a pinch, like something is not right, say it now. Like be open. That's the way we do it. We say, I have a pinch alert about the web page. It's like, I have a problem about the web page. So it's not about you. I have the pinch alert. So that's the second one. And listen to the other people when they have this pinch alerts. And rule number three. Maybe I'm going to want to add another rule after. Bonus rule. Decide when we're talking as co-workers and when you're talking as a member of the family. 
if you go on vacations, you can say from this hour to this hour, I need to connect and I need to work and you're my coworker and we need to work together. Afterwards, we're going to go swimming or we're going to do whatever and we're off work. Just, right? And the bonus one, it's more about the ownership of the business. If you own the business, this is the bonus. You could be part of the family that owns the business, but not work in the family business. Okay. Or you can work in the family business and you don't have ownership. Okay. So that's going to be super clear. I advise not to go 50-50, you know, like everything is for everyone because I've seen people fight over how much money do you have and how do you spend it and whatever. If you own part of the company and you're working in the company, be very clear on who gets paid what for what kind of activities. So either it's you or anybody else that's going to come around later, it's going to get this amount of money for this kind of activity. What you gain at the end of the day, how do you really want to share it? And you have to put that on writing. Even if it's not like legal, legal, but there's an agreement between us. Somebody that doesn't work in the company, but is part of the family, and you want to give them money, you can give them the money, but they're not working for you. The worst thing you can do is put a family member inside your company that is not skilled enough to do the job, and it just affects everyone. So if you keep those three rules from the beginning, and this bonus just for the owners, I think you're going to be fine. That is a good point to write everything down. Even if it's your family, business is writing everything down. Just so you know where you stand. That's important. Yes, roles and responsibilities and how much you paid for that. That is super important. But I see, Anna, you have all of this energy, but you said before, it's like, I want to talk to you about something. You're like, no. How do you make these boundaries with coaching and being a mom, being a daughter, being a wife? It's a lot of energy. When do you have me time? my host family from canada because i lived there for a year in Selkirk, manitoba my host dad used to say when are you going to have anna maria's days like oh i should i should but i want to experience this i want to be here with you guys i want to later on i'm going to give a a workshop i want to be so in so many places that sometimes i think Well, maybe when I die, I'm going to have time to rest. And I'm looking forward for that, too. 
It's gonna be fun. Well, I'm so curious to know that exactly when it's going to turn off, like, boom, and then whoo, you know, like, like a switch. That's what I. I'm very curious of that right moment when you just cross. I don't know, cross from one life to the other life. I think it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it will be different. But that aside, when do you actually have time to rest so that you can keep up your peppiness? I put in my calendar every Tuesday from 7 in the morning to 11.30, 12 to play golf. So at the beginning, I was very upset because I said, this is too much time. I'm just hitting this little ball over the grass. This is so... Uh, I've done this for four years now. <laughs> I just love the company. My friends are very nice. I started enjoying just looking at the skies and the trees and having some quiet time. Well, chatting with friends, but outside of the business area you actually won something you put it on tiktok you won something for your golf you were like yes. second or third place so you're getting yes. good at it too my first <laughs> my first trophy playing golf it i was so excited because i really suck <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> yeah and another thing i do is play the piano so i hired a teacher Every Monday from 5 in the afternoon, 5 to 6, she comes to my house. So that's for me, too. <laughs> and you're really good at that, too. You had some TikTok videos and you were playing the piano in the train station. I was like, oh, look at that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, it wasn't good. I was very brave to be playing, but there was lots of people watching me and they clap at the end. It was an airport in Mexico City. Ah, okay. They had this piano there. It so. was good, better than I could do. So I was like, wow, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so you watch my TikTok. Yes, I just started on TikTok a few months ago. For like the first couple of months, you're the only one that I was following. So I'm like, oh, look at what Anna's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Going to parties and stuff. Yeah, I like to do that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it was pretty cool. I, was, I started to get into the TikTok and before I it just found it kind of overwhelming. But now it's just little bite-sized pieces of information. You're like, okay, I can see why the younger people like this. Anna, what would you have as the final point? For people who are going into this last quarter of the year, there's a lot of drama happening. How can we stay positive and continue with our personal development? I would say, think of your life like an interesting river. Place yourself in a river. You're right in the middle. Think which could be your best boat you can ride on. And you're looking to the sides of the river and seeing different things happening. Be an observer of what's happening today. And choose where to park your boat. 
where do you want to stop and enjoy? And how much time you want to stop there and then go back to your vessel and just enjoy what you just experienced and keep looking. So if in this next month, this year that, you know, it's been hectic, just start looking around and taking what you really need and nothing else. Very good advice. For those of you who may be wanting more advice, where can we find your website and Wisden on social media? I know Wiz Coach is now in English and Spanish, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So where else can we find you and the team? Well, in wisden.com, wiz.coach, el podcast de Wisden. And of course, in Facebook, Instagram, you can either find Wisden or Wiscoach. Yeah, and you can also write directly to me, anna.quintanilla at wisden.com. Very nice to know. Yeah. Maybe someone will be like, we need a Wiz coach for our company. Anna Maria, what can we do about that? <laughs> yeah, please write to me. Yes, that would be very nice. Or you can have it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wiz is awesome because it can scale up yes. and down. I love that about it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for your time. It was nice to see you again the second time and to see even with everything going on, you're still so positive. It has some nice vibes for all of us that are around you. So please continue like oh, that. Nice. I will, of course. I'm so, so happy to be here with you and with everyone who's listening. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Clover Highways Trev, for staying with us until the end. And this is the end of Episode 4 for Season 5 of our Resilience Series. We'll see you next time.